Ready, set, go! Welcome into Checkpoint XP Esports and Gaming Radio. A complete look at all things esports and gaming. A production of Beasley Esports XP. Overwatch is back! And a whole bunch of changes are in store for Season 3, not just home and away games. We're going to tell you all about that. Also coming up on today's Checkpoint XP uh, at the Super Bowl, we got the streamer treatment for ads, and we got not just one ad this year, two ads. We're going to talk all about that. Plus, the uh, new Marvel shows coming to Disney Plus got an ad at the Super Bowl. We're going to break all of that down and answer the question, what type of gift should you get for your game? Gamer Valentine. Those discussions coming up today here on Checkpoint XP. But ahead of Season 3 of Overwatch, we got the big announcement that Blizzard is going to be instituting hero pools in not just Overwatch League, but in competitive play as well. Now, if you hear the term hero pools and you don't know what that means, if you think it's just a pool filled with heroes, (laughs) you're wrong. Robbie, I'm going to ask you to explain what is the concept behind hero pools. So the hero is the character that you choose for a game that you control throughout the match. It determines you know, the type of weapon you have, the abilities and powers that you have, and how well your team synergizes with each other as well as what uh, heroes that you can potentially counter against. So the hero pool is a sort of a new concept. It's basically playing off the idea of what League of Legends has, which is picks and bans, mm-hmm. which at the beginning of each match, you pick which heroes you're going to play, and then you ban out certain heroes that the other team and yourself can't play. Now, we had been talking about a picks and ban system potentially coming to Overwatch now for a couple of weeks here on the show, and a lot of the criticisms that you guys had leveled and that I've been seeing out on social media is that Overwatch as a game simply does not have a hero pool deep enough. You know, League of Legends is a game that has over a hundred different characters that you can pick from. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Blizzard is 31. Uh, Overwatch is way down at 31. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a big difference between the, the way that those two games can operate, meaning that picks and bans wouldn't work out very well in a game like yeah, Overwatch. And the main reason why people really wanted this is because they kept seeing the same handful of heroes and characters being picked. So that usually led to Last year when we were hearing all about Goat's meta. Exactly. That was was the problem. It was something that the viewers felt was making the game stale and a bit more boring to watch. Now, over time, the players started playing other characters, but Blizzard felt the need to respond through various changes to those characters and eventually that composition was no longer viable. So with the addition of hero pools, what this is essentially going to do is each week a small selection of heroes are simply not going to be available to play. So they're banned. Correct. They're they're essentially a Mm dev-imposed ban. In the actual game, if you're the casual player, this will actually be determined by the developers on a week-to-week basis. But they're also implementing this, as you said, in the Overwatch League as well. Now, I get that you say that it's because uh, people are saying that the, the, the meta, kind of the game, was getting too boring and too stale. What, is there any real, like, you know, down-to-earth explanation, like, from me to you that you could give me of why this is... It sounds like a terrible idea. Uh, is there and, any Look, if you ask me, as far as the sanctity of, like, professional play goes, like, the spirit of competition, it's a terrible idea. Now, will this do what some people want it to do and vary up the hero picks? Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. The way it's going to work in the league is the heroes that are most popular from week to week will determine who's banned out the next week. And so if the whole idea here is, well, just make it more interesting for people who think the same heroes are boring, absolutely. It will 100% I, no, I solve think that. This, I think this is a, 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 a perfect example of a developer meeting their community halfway. You had these people who were out there about Overwatch who were very vocal and very adamant about instituting a Pikmin system in Overwatch. People were super, super, super vocal on social media to the point of toxicity and they were abandoning the game and they came out with this and now all okay. I'm seeing and now all I'm seeing is all is, is people like Robbie being all turned up saying this ruins the competitive sanctity of the game. You can't have it both ways. Jeff Kaplan said that if this doesn't work out, right, if people don't like this in the next season of the competitive ladder play, yeah. they'll take it out, yeah. right? But we're going to put it into pro play before that's even been sussed out? Because that's where the main point of contention was. People at the bottom could care less about meta and care less about what is really best for the game. They just just want to see different heroes. So what I'm saying is asking ye shall receive. If you're a community member and you were vocal about picks and bans, you got it. So you can't be upset (laughs) that you don't have that it didn't come in the way that you went anticipated. I'm sorry. Let me ask you guys a question because this seems like a stopgap measure. This doesn't actually fix the the fundamental problem of the game. What would it's and correct me if I'm wrong as an outsider and as a layman, mm-hmm. what seems like it would actually fix the problem mm-hmm. is adding a ton of here and I mean a ton of heroes. No, it wouldn't or fix the quicker balance It wouldn't patches. fix the balance patches, quicker balance patches would fix the problem. But even beyond that, that's not even the issue because at this point, I don't even think that the balance patches would fix it because these people will find something to complain about. So you had a developer that came out and listened to their community and gave them something but in response. They said they were balancing, they were doing more balance patches faster. They said they were instituting hero pools. They said they were putting in an experimental tab so when they're you know trying out changes that people would be able to try them before they go live. What else do you want them to do? But under that logic, Norris, uh, is don't aren't they just damned if they do, damned if they don't? It, like, yes! It doesn't matter what yes! they do, so, people so are going to complain. Rather, so I would rather you put something in that's going to oh. make it interesting for me as the viewer as opposed to just leaving it as is. You put out something, let's enjoy the season. You I know, worry, well, well, right, I, let's go to the NFL and make them all throw left-handed if they're right-handed. Let's take out certain formations. Let's I, make them run backwards, guys! I, I, listen, w- Robbie, I'm, I'm with you there. I worry about the competitive environment long-term for Overwatch under something like this, but I also understand, Norris, your point that as a viewer, this should make the matchups a little bit more interesting. Alright, now it's time to check out Checkpoint XP's Close Shave of the Week. Stay close to the heat. Close shave on Checkpoint XP. The newly relaunched version of Team Dignitas and Counter-Strike Global Offensive took it to the wire over the weekend during the ESL qualifiers for the latest major. They ended up going to triple overtime with Gamer Legion. And this is the moment that Freiburg pulled out a last-minute defuse to finally put his team over the top. Now it's the one versus one. Freiburg coming in from ramp, it may not be expected. I mean, let's see. Dennis is 32 health, so he only needs one bullet. Dennis, though, in towards the right now. Play a little bit of time on it. Wild spams by Freiburg. 
Flash goes in. He's just going to look to try and stick it, it seems. Will it blind Dennis, though, is the question. Will he be able to find it? No! Oh, my God. Friper gets the defuse. Oh, man. Talk about staying cool under immense pressure. Make sure you check out the Checkpoint XP Close Shave of the Week over at a website, CheckpointXP.com. This is Checkpoint XP, eSports and gaming radio. Switching gears but staying with Overwatch, we are on the cusp of Season 3, and a lot of big changes are in store for this season. Not just the hero pools, not just home and away, but there is a lot of stuff going on. We've got Chinese teams that are not allowed to play. (laughs) There's just It's it's a very chaotic opening of the season. So I want to help cut through the chaos here and help our viewers, you know, decide what to watch. What? Who are the teams to watch for the opener of the Overwatch right, League? Yeah, see, I think starting. I think your top. We're gonna we're gonna go through three teams here that you absolutely need to keep your eyes on. Of course, the first is gonna be last year's champion, the San Francisco Shocks. I doesn't matter what happens, whether we stay with what we currently have, whether the hero pools get instituted, the San Francisco Shock, hands down across the board, every analyst you ask are going to be solid this season. Well, and on top of that, even if Hero Pools do become season-long, they've made their name at being one of the most flexible, versatile teams in the OWL. So I actually think Hero Pools might make a good team even better. Let me ask you guys a question, because I was not following in the off-season. Were there a lot of off-season shake-ups in the shock? There was not. Rock solid, then. Which may actually be their one downfall. If there is going Mm -hmm. to be one, is they don't have a lot of people they can sub in and out if the travel starts to wear on them. Fair point. Uh, Next up, we have the uh, New York Excelsior, which I think... They're going to remain on the top. They've always been at the top. However, they've always been real solid in an established meta. You know, when you know what to expect, when you know what heroes are going to be out there, they're always the ones that are on top there. If hero pools end up being instituted, especially long-term, I think you're going to see New York suffer long-term because they're not really good at improvising on the fly. They're really not. They're they're the Tom Brady's of the NYXL. They are a system team. They exist within a certain framework. And the big thing is, is they are technically sound, but they are not an imaginative team. All right. We only got about 90 seconds here, Robbie. Give me one more team that we should expect to see at the top, and then give me some teams that might surprise me. Well, uh, I think Vancouver Titans are going to be up there, but me and Norris disagree on exactly where they're going to be because their new main tank, Fisher, who's in the past been a little bit of a problem child. As far as teams that might end up surprising you this season, I have to say keep a lookout for the Toronto Defiant. They have a little bit of superstar power from all over the league. And it's just a matter of whether or not they're going to match. I think properly. you're sleeping on the Glads. The LA Gladiators is a good team. They That's have OGE still, no, they still now, retained their their best support line in the league with Big Goose and Shaz, and they brought in Space, who is a World Cup winning off tank. R- Robbie, what about your uh, your home team? Your the uh, Houston, Houston Outlaws. Outlaws. Look, yes. I'm keeping an eye on. They have a ver- they have a, a much improved roster, and they have great coaching talent behind them now. They have more than ever the tools to get to the top. So we'll see if they can make it happen. That's right. Shout out to Harsha. Anyway, we want to hear from you. Make sure you connect with us on social media and let us know what you're most excited about for the third season of Overwatch League. It's Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter, and Checkpoint underscore XP on. 
Instagram. And when you do, make sure you use the hashtag XP on air. Still ahead on Checkpoint XP, we're going to check out all of the uh, Super Bowl ads that had anything to do with nerdiness. Plus, uh, we're going to find out what gift you should get the gamer Valentine in your life. But ahead next, we're going to check in with Robbie over at the Checkpoint News Desk. According to NewsZoo, the esports industry surpassed a major monetary milestone last year. Esports News is next here on Checkpoint XP. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. This is Checkpoint XP. Esports and gaming radio. CheckpointXP.com. The latest in esports news is right here on Checkpoint XP. Welcome back. I want to thank everyone listening on Fox Sports 1350 AM in Riverside, San Bernardino, as well as CBS Sports Radio 1450 in Reno, Nevada. Still ahead on Checkpoint XP's, the Super Bowl ads got uh, pretty interesting and featured a couple of familiar faces. Plus, we're going to give you some Valentine's Day suggestions (laughs) for the gamer in your life. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, get ready for this one. Those conversations ahead here today on Checkpoint XP. But first. In the Overwatch League, the MVP of the season gets a special skin for the hero of their choice the following season. The San Francisco Shock Sinatra is getting one this time around, but he doesn't know much about it. He revealed that it would be for the tank hero Zarya months ago, which caused Blizzard to stop giving him information about the new skin. <laughs> stop leaking stuff. Loose lips sink ships, man. I mean, come on. Like, you gotta know. Pull the Tom Holland, man. That's what he did. <laughs> The gap between PC and console is starting to blur more and more, and now Fortnite is the latest game to display that fact. At the Australian Open Summer Smash, a player from the Oceania region, Brezzo, won the event with a controller. Wow! The first one to ever do so. Now, that may not seem too crazy to you, but using a controller versus a mouse and keyboard and winning is quite the feat. Especially in a game like Fortnite. Any shoot, literally any shooter. Any shooter, yeah. Any shooter, mouse and keyboard is always thought of as having the intrinsic advantage. You have more control. Better well, reaction and the thing time. Is, 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 if you're playing on a, a crossplay server, I'm not sure that uh, aim assist comes into the picture. So this person is that good on a controller. Yeah, and, and what's truly remarkable about this is that I think that this is the first time that this has been done in a shooter game Ever. Besides Call of Duty, because that's played on controller. Well, but everyone's yeah. playing on controllers. Yeah. Nobody's playing mouse and keyboard there. No. You see what I'm, you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. In a tournament, I think that this may be, at least in my knowledge, that I can remember, this is the first time that this has ever happened. Wow. Congratulations. The fallout from the coronavirus continues to postpone a number of esports in China. 
The PUBG Global Series and the League of Legends Pacific Championship Series have also canceled dates for their competitions. They join the Overwatch League and the LPL as esports that have yet to begin in China. Uh, this is starting to become a really serious issue. I mean, obviously the coronavirus is already a serious issue. Uh, we did an entire episode of our podcast, Checkpoint AFK. You can check that out over at our website, CheckpointXP.com. But the thing is, is like this, I, I, this is really going to impact an important year for for Overwatch. Uh, you know, one of these growth years for esports. And I think that this really kind of necessitates having more regional only tournaments, right? Not every tournament has to be a big world competition. And the more that we have big global competitions, the more that we're going to have these exact problems. Well, but I mean, in the case of the LPL and the uh, League Pacific Championships, those are not necessarily big global things. LPL is China specific. That's what I, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, that is contained, but it's still going to affect MSI. It's going to affect Worlds. It's going to affect everything else. So, no matter how small you try to make it, some of this size is going to affect everything. So... It's just sucky. Yeah. Fortnite hosted its first ever streamer bowl, which pit top streamers against NFL stars. In the end, teenage streamer Clicks and Chicago Bears running back Tarek Cohen took the top spot, winning over $125,000 for charity. Again, Fortnite does its foray into the pop culture. It continues to pretty much dominate the, the that sort of line between, you know, mainstream and kind of nerdy, geeky stuff. Absolutely. And, you know, the fact that the NFL has latched onto this so really so wholeheartedly I think is is indicative of how big of a game it really is. And it speaks to how badly things like the NFL are doing with Gen Z's, with you know young millennials and Gen Z's that they feel that they need to reach out on that level in order to be able to capture those eyeballs. I think that that speaks to the power of video games and, and sort of the... the restructuring socially of the importance of things like video games. Well, and not just that, but if you looked on social media when the big game was going on on Sunday, uh, I thought it was wild to see how many tweets and people were actually like, yo, just here for the halftime show, bro. <laughs> yo, is something happening in sports ball? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that uh, was my tweet, Sa- Norris. San Francisco scored. Switching sides. Like, it was, you know, like... <laughs> It was so many people who could care less about football that were Gen Z that I really think you're right, Nate. They got to do something because as big as they are now, esports is catching up quick. Yeah, to absolutely, and, and the Madden Bowl is not going to do it no, either. It's not gotta, at all. I think that they have to look beyond the sport of football in order to be able to capture those eyeballs. According to NewZoo, the esports industry surpassed a major monetary milestone last year. The data firm announced that esports made over $1 billion in 2019. NewZoo head of esports Remmer Retkirk told NPR's Ari Shapiro that while esports is growing, it's important to acknowledge the 100-plus year head start that traditional sports have over esports. Now, I think this is a really important thing because a billion dollars, while that sounds like an awesome number and all that good stuff, the fact that this has just become a mainstream thing over the past few years, I think is again indicative of how much this stuff is growing and how much this is no longer the realm. The grown folks need not be around too much. This is what the future is doing. And yeah, traditional sports in a hundred years 
only got to billions and billions of dollars like 40 years ago. I, I mean, I would say that esports is in a semi-mainstream spotlight these days, maybe for the past two years. Mm-hmm. And to reach a billion-dollar industry with only having semi-mainstream penetration in you know those why? two years, it's, in, uh, it's incredible. Loot boxes. And might be. On Friday, football pros from across the NFL took on the world of esports at the Verizon in the No Bowl in Miami. After a hard-fought battle, Washington Redskins safety Landon Collins took home the title of tournament championship. Tournament championship. The Wait tournament minute. champion. <laughs> Come on, man. Along with Florida Mutineers pro esports player Caesar Skies Bueno, beating out players including LA Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen and New York Jets defensive end Leonard Williams. Landon and Caesar donated their $10,000 winnings to Boys and Girls Club of America. Oh, look at that. We got to speak with Skies and ask him what it was like playing alongside Landon Collins. Well, honestly, I was kind of like nervous in the beginning because I was like the first like kind of famous person I was going to talk to. So, but he was actually a really nice person when I met him, and he actually plays COD, so it was kind of fun that he knew a little bit about the game. You gotta love that. You gotta love it when you meet a celebrity and they actually know what they're talking about. You know, when they're out of their yeah, element, they're just another gamer, man. Exactly. That's all for the Checkpoint XP esports update. For more, head on over to our website, checkpointxp.com. Thanks, Robbie, for the update. The 2020 Evo Games lineup has been announced, and there was some drama last year when uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee was left off the card, and that whole scene was kind of left to languish, and and really kind of ushered in a new age of dominance for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And I understand that there's some more drama with the lineup this year. Yeah, uh, listen, the Smash omission of Melee was a big deal, but it was also more of a natural progression kind of thing. Made Melee perfect folks, sense, yes. Melee folks were upset, but the game is just about as old as, you know, Black Pepper. So the <laughs> thing is, is that I understood that. Now, for the 2020 uh, Evo lineup, we will not have... Mortal Kombat 11. What? There will be no Mortal Kombat at Evo. Legacy, one of the top fighting game brands in all of the world, will not see the main stage at Evo. I, I got year. a question. Has this ever happened in Evo's history? Has there ever been a year where Mortal Kombat or or a Never a Never Realm Never Realm Studios? Yeah, it, that has not been featured because yes. if it wasn't Mortal Kombat, it would have been injustice. Injustice. Yes, yes. the DC. Um, game. It, it, it has been. Previously, I think mostly because the Injustice games really took a while to find their own audience. Uh, Mortal Kombat fell off for a period, too. It really did, because the games sucked. Let's just be honest. (laughs) No, they did. Oh, they really did. But, you know, with Mortal Kombat 10, it really saw a resurgence of the entire franchise. Return to form. And 11 is really good. So, uh, they were at EVO last year. They're not there this year. A lot of people are upset about it, obviously. They're not there at all? They don't even have, like, an off-main stage? They're going to have a side tournament, obviously. Because first of all, they have a bring your own console area. Right. There's no <laughs> yeah, way they're, you're gonna stop. So they're gonna be they're gonna be, be off over with melee. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're there's, gonna be hanging out with the CRT monitors and all of them. Yes, yes exactly. there's no way you're gonna not have people running money matches on the side mm. for Mortal Kombat 11. Yes, I know Evo don't want me to say that, but people gonna run money <laughs> matches. But um, I, I think. In my opinion, it was a massive misstep. It has an electrifying community. Sonic Fox, one of the biggest personalities in the fighting games world, is a part of that community. So I'm a little bit upset that we won't see him playing that game. Real quick, run down the games that are going to be featured at EVO 2020. So we will have Dragon Ball Fighters. We will have Samurai Showdown, Soul Calibur 6, Street Fighter 5, Smash Ultimate Tekken 7. We'll have uh, the newest version of Undernight, which is 
Uniclear with the with the with the community calls oh it, and we'll have the new game Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. That's the newest anime fighter uh, coming out of Art System. So, of course, all of the bases are covered except for another realm game. Like there is yep. no. I mean, that could be its own genre of fighting game unto itself, and it's kind of sad to see it, you know, not represented out yeah. at Evo, especially when it uh, not just a decent game, but a very good game is out underneath it. Yeah, and I'm not sure really what the calculus was about that. I don't know if, you know, Another uh, Realms has their own tourney uh, in plan for 2020, but it's just disappointing to not see it. Yeah, that's too bad. We want to hear from you. Are you disappointed that Mortal Kombat is not going to be featured at Evo 2020? Connect with us on social media. That's Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. And when you do, make sure you use the hashtag XP on air. Still ahead on Checkpoint XP, are you wondering what to get your significant other for Valentine's Day? Well, if they're a gamer, we might have a few suggestions for you. That conversation still ahead here on Checkpoint XP. But ahead next, Super Bowl ads this year featured a few familiar faces. We're going to break it all down ahead next on Checkpoint XP. This is Checkpoint XP. Check out the latest esports and gaming news and opinions at CheckpointXP.com. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. This is Checkpoint XP. Esports and gaming radio. CheckpointXP.com. If you were watching the Super Bowl and saw some streaming talent up there, you weren't crazy because we're absolutely getting to Super Bowl commercials. That's how mainstream this is. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. I want to thank everyone listening on Fox Sports 1360 WSAI in Cincinnati, Ohio, as well as Talk Radio 1360 KKBJ in Bemidji, Minnesota. Make sure you visit our website over at CheckpointXP.com, whether it's our podcast, our thoughts on the latest stories in gaming and esports, or some Checkpoint XP merch. It all lives over at CheckpointXP. XP.com. It was pretty nice, you know, tuning in for the Super Bowl and then some of those commercials that everyone likes to talk about. I actually saw some familiar faces in there. Yeah. That's I, I think that that's remarkably nice. I, I think it is a uh, just a, a sign of the times, uh, you know, the way that media has evolved, elevating these streamer stars to the same heights as professional athletes and other, you know, mainstream celebrities. I thought this was awesome. Uh, uh- Fortnite World Cup star Booga. I noticed him. He's hard to miss, but the Tim the Tatman one, he actually went a little under my radar. I completely you missed that bugging. one. So this was the ad that had Tim the Tatman in it. The NFL did. This yes, yes. This was a really nice... That's That was the refrain the entire time. Take it to the house, kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, look, overall, this ad, great. 
Yeah. Great. There he is. Oh, that was Aaron. There he is. Yeah. On the tractor in Green Bay. Yeah. Here's the thing. I. Why was he in a wheat thresher? Is that was? I don't know. Some from Green Bay. Because the thing is, he was running through. The kid was running through different NFL towns and cities. So that was the thing. And so I guess when he was running through Green Bay. I don't know if Tim Tatman's from Green Bay, but if he is, <laughs> that that makes a lot of sense. So uh, that's when you when you saw him. I actually thought that ad was was amazing. That I was thought one it was of my great. favorite of the evening. Yes. So it, I thought that was really really especially good. Especially the end of it where it has all the kids on the on the football field and everything yeah. and it just it felt like a really good emotional crescendo to the whole thing. It did. I liked seeing it. And again, you know, NFL has been the one that has in the past elevated Ninja. So I feel like they have a really big investment in making sure they know who, you know, the next big stars are. Yeah, and I think catch that young generation. Right? I think they nailed it with Tim, right? Like, I think that they got the right person. If you're going to go one down from Ninja, Tim is in that pool. Uh, you also mentioned Booga. Who, yeah, this this next one, well, cool. I don't know, it made a little bit less sense to me. Yeah, let's take a look at it. America, how do you must? This is how hummus. This is how we must. It was so nice seeing Ric Flair. Yeah, hummus, a hummus commercial. Yes. Now, hummus is a wonderful product. I'm, I eat Sabra hummus all the time. Uh, and I, I listen, I, I think that this is great. Again, it just shows a whole bunch of celebrities in a row. Yep, and, bl- and blink and you'll miss it because yeah, he's, there, there went the Booga one. So for those of you who didn't catch it, this was his contribution. Bananas. <laughs> bananas. Bananas. <laughs> bananas. Apparently, he puts his bananas in hummus. That's horrifying. That sounds terrible. That sounds like the worst thing ever. You but- know, but the, the, the thing to me is, is like I, I love seeing these sort of pop culture convergences when it comes to all this wonderful commercial stuff. Yes. But it's like, make a good commercial first. Like, I saw the Sauber <laughs> commercial, and they're like, no offense, that commercial sucks. It's not a good commercial. Really? I don't want to eat hummus after I see. That's the point. Do I want to eat hummus after the commercial? If not, don't care. Bad commercial. Hang on. Do you? Is there a point in your life where you don't want to eat hummus? Yes. You could wake me out of a dead sleep with hummus and go, want to eat it? And I'm like, yeah. I know. You love hummus. I I'm do just love saying hummus. that commercial didn't make me want to buy any, but that NFL commercial made me want to pick up the football. You know, I, it was uh, incredibly inspiring. And again, it's just really nice to see, you know, folks from our own backyard being elevated to the heights of uh, other celebrities. All right. Now it's time for Nailed It and failed. You know who this is. From the high highs to the low lows. Turn it up. Who nailed it and who failed it? On Checkpoint XP Radio. Bot later for Cloud9 in the LCS Ven has some big shoes to fill over uh, the club legend Sneaky, but he's gotten off to an amazing start and continued his run of form against Immortals over in week two. Vulcan going in. Immortals are now separated. All tech under pressure from Licorice, but it's going to be so much damage coming through on the back end of the fight. Finn grabbing a killing spree there onto Hakuo. Double kill for him. All tech's gone. Man, Immortals just lost three, and Sven counted them all up. Sven, by the way, has a perfect kill-death-assist ratio over four matches with 18 kills, zero deaths, and 22 assists. Amazing. Make sure you stick around because next hour we're going to find out who failed it. And as always, you can find out who nailed it and failed it over at a website. Checkpointxp.com. 
This is Checkpoint XP, eSports and Gaming Radio. You know, one of the other ads at the Super Bowl that oh, is yeah. getting a lot of attention is, of course, for the Disney Plus Marvel shows. Let's take a look at that. It's time. Wanda, welcome home. Vision Residence. Burn this place to the ground. Oh, Oh, man. Okay. All right. All right. All right. There's a lot to break down here. A lot happened in a very short span of time. So let's start with uh, Captain uh, or uh, Winter Falcon. No, you got it. Winter Winter Falcon. (laughs) Captain Captain Winter Falcon. Yes. That's that's my new new name for it now. Captain and the Winter Soldier. All right. Yeah. We see Sam taking the shield out of a tree where he seems to have put and he's practicing with it. He seems reluctant to pick it up, which makes sense, you know, going off of what we yeah, saw yeah, at yeah. the end of Endgame. But we also see another Captain America of some sort at a football game or whatnot. Yes. From what we've been hearing from the rumors is I think that because Sam is taking his time to become Captain America, the government's like, nah, there has to be a Captain America. And they went and they made their own again. MAGA cap! Mm. <laughs> could be. It could be. Uh, here's uh, uh, the, the one part of the trailer that really, I think, surprised me is the WandaVision stuff because yes. this looks like it's pulling influences not just from, you know, House of M and some of these great, uh, you know, comic storylines, but it's also pulling from a lot of, like, traditional television oh, yeah. classic media, TV, yeah. classic TV, and I love that idea. Do you think they're gonna, I'm not. I'm not sold on it, man. What? Like, really? WandaVision, yeah. I was, you can ask these guys, I was the most unsold on WandaVision until I literally saw that six seconds, and I was like, Oh, okay. They're going to actually make it weird. I think it's going to be super weird. Super weird. I I think it's going to be super trippy. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it's going to have a lot in common visually with things like Legion. Well, remember, it's kicking off uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Yeah. So, and the thing is, you got to understand the Scarlet Witch has reality altering powers. So that's. That's kind of part par for the course. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the series we saw the least of is Loki. It exists. So, uh, all right. Well, listen, we want to hear from you. Which of these three series coming to Disney Plus has you most excited? Connect with us on social media. That's Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter. And Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. And when you do, use the hashtag XP on air. Still ahead on Checkpoint XP. We'll check in with Robbie over at the Checkpoint News Desk and get a gaming news update. That's ahead in the next hour of Checkpoint XP. But ahead next... Are you wondering what to get the uh, the gamer in your life for Valentine's Day? Don't worry. Checkpoint XP is here to help you out. Stick around. That's Ed next on Checkpoint XP. Hey, this is Joe with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Overwatch League is back this weekend. The first week of the third season will start February 8th with homestands in New York and Dallas. February 8th will also play host to the second week of the Call of Duty League. Eight teams will be descending on London for a single elimination bracket. The spring split of the League of Legends LCS is underway once again. This week's Monday night matches will feature Team Liquid versus Golden Guardians and Immortals versus Counterlogic Gaming. February will play host to DreamHack Anaheim, which will bring us back to the world of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. That tournament will be running from February 21st through the 23rd. That same weekend will play host to Frostbite 2020, welcoming Smash players from all over the country to Detroit, Michigan. 
Last weekend in February marks IEM Katowice. In addition to StarCraft II, the tournament also marks the first ESL major of 2020 for Counter-Strike Global Offensive. And as we look towards March, all eyes are on ESL1 Los Angeles, marking the first Dota ESL major of the year. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website at CheckpointXP.com. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Wondering who made our list of the top five all-time queens of country music? Did Carrie Underwood make the cut? Find out now when you text Queens to 45911 and scroll through the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text Queens to 45911 to see the talented artists who rounded out our top five list. This is Checkpoint XP. Esports and Gaming Radio. CheckpointXP.com. Valentine's Day is bearing down on us. Love is in the air. We all have significant others. Well, you guys do. I, was I don't. Say, what, I was we about to say, Wesley, did we have a new development? <laughs> no, unfortunately. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. My name's Nate Bender. So glad to have you along. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama, where you can. Slide into my DMs. Oh, 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 look at that. I want to thank everyone listening out in Colorado on ESPN Denver 1600-1043, the fan, as well as Extra Sports 1300 in Colorado Springs. Checkpoint XP merch is officially available. We've got shirts, hats, hoodies, and mugs for Checkpoint XP, the other identity, and a newly renamed show. We're not going to give it away here. Coming soon. But we've also got Dungeons & Dragons inspired merch for you to check out that all lives over at checkpointxp.com slash shop so we are coming up on valentine's day and we thought it might be a nice idea to help some of our listeners pick out some gifts for their significant other it's something that's a little bit more appropriate something yeah. gamer inspired so you can just get rid of the heart chocolate yeah you don't have to do the, the roses and, and the, all of exactly yeah, exactly that's mm-hmm. all played out and it's boring that's right so if you're like us your significant other is probably has some passing interest in games that's right let's just assume that they do mm-hmm. so we found a list that's right and this list comes courtesy to us of uh, GameSpot and some of them are I all right, I, I took a, a, a view through the list, but beforehand, I thought we should go around and do like a checkpoints choice, right? Really, like, like, what would you give your significant imaginary significant other in Nate's uh, case? Hey, for Valentine's Day, right? uh, okay, uh, I got a pretty good suggestion really? to throw out there. Okay. Absolutely, all right, go on then, sir. Dark Souls. I'm sorry, what? Dark Souls. Uh-huh. As in the game. Yes. That's really, really, really hard. The hardest game ever made. Because listen, if your relationship can survive Dark Souls, it can survive anything. Okay, I don't think that's how it should go. You have immediately- to. You have to f- forge it in the in a fire of flames. It, it makes a certain bit of sense, but this also explains why he is still single. Yeah. <laughs> fire yeah. of flames. Well, and also hey, might babe, be. I brought you Dark Souls for Valentine's Day. It also now might it's be. it's time it- for some. Uh, Lovecraftian pseudo horror to get you in the mood. That doesn't that doesn't work for you guys. No, not at not all. Not even a sir. little bit. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the other way. And and, and Thank it's, you, it's, it's, at least for my significant other, she's really into the whole stuffed animals, and so plushies. 
dime a dozen. You can uh-huh. find them anywhere. They make them for literally every single game. So whatever game your SO is Do they make them into, for Dark Souls? I bet you you can find them. You probably yeah. could. Probably <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, you know me, I, I gotta, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do gotta it Gotta turn it up to 11. I gotta take it all the way. For Valentine's Day... You got to get some cosplay going on because you know it's a special day. No, you, you know don't. What I'm saying? You get some you cosplay. Absolutely, you don't. That's out- so expensive. You get some outfits. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, and maybe boy. it may spice some things up in the booth. Oh, okay. oh no. All right. I'm getting some. I'm getting All some Lucian Senna right. so, cosplay going on. I feel like I really need to shut your microphone off right now. <laughs> I need to shower. You're listening to Checkpoint XP Esports and Gaming Radio. We're currently talking about Valentine's Day gifts because we're coming up on the 14th. Uh, we have moved officially into February now, so now we uh, come up on Valentine's Day, and uh, we've got this list from That's right. GameSpot.com. That's right. So the first thing, that it, the, the, there are a few games on here, a few non-games, so one of the things that they suggest is the dating sim Dream Daddy, where you play as <laughs> no! a hot dad... And you? What? What do you mean? No. No. This is supposed to be a Valentine's Day gift. You don't give somebody an anime boyfriend so they cannot talk no, to you. No. The idea is you play it with them. You create your dream daddy. You play through the dialogue options in the story. Which, by the way, from what I've heard, it's actually a very sweet storyline about parenthood and some of the most memorable characters in gaming recently. So I don't like this. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. I, I, I the last thing that I'm gonna do if I'm dating someone is be like, hey, let's get a dating sim and yeah, play it. Yeah, exactly. Together. And you know, then the last whatever. thing you want is your girl to fall in love with the anime daddy and become an herbivore woman and now doesn't want to talk to you at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, what about Stardew Valley then? Huh? All right. That's Stardew Valley. Chores. That's yeah. not bad. Chores the game. Yes. Chores the video game. Uh, Woohoo. Don't starve together. Starvation the game. Well, I think the idea here is fininding games you can play together. Right? I get it. Yes, yeah. I'm picking up on the okay, theme. Okay, why not a game like I don't know River City Girls or Final Fight where you could team up and beat people up? That's not a bad one. One of the one of the games that I played a lot with uh one of my ex-girlfriends was uh uh Dark Alliance. The uh the uh Baldur's Gate game. Oh, okay. for for PlayStation yeah. 2, right? Co-op. Yes, it was a co-op game. Uh it was a little like Gold Golden Axe. Uh yeah, where like you, Gauntlet Legends. Yeah, Gauntlet, yes. It's very much like that. Uh, so. th- this next one I think is kind of playing off of what you were talking about earlier with Dark Souls, and that's overcooked, which I don't know if I'd go there. I've heard this game breaks people up. What? Yeah. I hear Overcooked can get real intense. Yeah, this is where it's like a little mini-game sort of thing with, like, you know, these cute little characters, and you have to basically, like, prep this food without your kitchen burning down. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it can be intense. Okay. All right. uh, What about is a tabletop game called Fog of Love? It is a two-player board game where you create and that what play it called as two characters it, who meet and fall in love and face different challenges. I thought in their that's relationship. what it called when you were in the car at the like Wendy's parking lot. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell us about the uh, the romantic fuzzy dice. No. Oh no, that's, not on that's, there. No, okay. it's not on here. No, thank God. Uh, there's a, a few more sort of basic sort of you know stuff. New controllers, you know, find something custom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, always yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gaming inspired jewelry, if you can find it. Uh, yeah. Online gaming subscriptions. That's a little bit of a cop out. That yeah. That's for sure. That's a, a cop out. That's a bill. Boo. That's, a, that's like. That's like <laughs> hey, ba- hey, hey, babe. You know, I knocked out that light bill for Listen, Valentine's. It's the most unsexy thing on the planet. If your significant other gives you stadia for valentine's Mm. day leave them immediately Mm, right come on a subscription to stadia is worth like mm, nothing 
Because you're not gonna have you're not gonna have to pay anything you're not in gonna a year. Eat. Yeah. So what? You're gonna buy you're gonna buy her a game off Stadia? Where's she gonna play it? What about a Pikachu and Eevee Sweet Days plush? It's a little like uh, uh, a fuzzy pink basket with a Pikachu and an Eevee in it, stuffed with Pikachu and Eevee and Pokemon candy. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know who the person on this list dates. Seriously. But none of that gets anybody laid at the end of the day. Katie <laughs> would love that. Oh, and that's what this is all about, getting laid, isn't it, Norris? not just about it's showing Valentine's your love. Day. If you think Valentine's Day is about actual love, you have not been right, paying fine. attention. What about a second Genesis Mini? Will that get you laid? Not That's, in my house. No. You, uh, I, Man, I, this 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 list is just falling apart. If you're, there. Listen, if you're buying a Sega Genesis Mini, then you're cheaping out for Valentine's exactly. Day. Come on. Sayonara Wild Hearts Vinyl Collection. I don't even know what that is. Okay, first of all, great music for a video game. Really? Vinyl, very nice. It's classy. You might classy. So it might get you some points. And I'm pretty sure the record's like purple or pink in there. Yeah, is it colored vinyl? It's colored vinyl. If it's colored vinyl, then yeah, you get yeah, points yeah, there yeah, too. Yeah, get some points. PlayStation Gold wireless headset. No. No. What? That's ridiculous. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade one-up machine with riser? Okay, yes. that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> that's yes. a good one. Yes. Somebody, and yes. Listen. Somebody buys that for me for Valentine's Day. A ring is coming not yeah, long after that. You bought me an arcade cabinet, woman. You are a keeper. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, and she figures out how to get it into your house Without or apartment. You knowing. Exactly. That means she's MacGyver. That's right. Can you imagine opening that, unwrapping that? Oh, my uh, God. Be, that would be excellent. It's, it's, it's either one of them life-size dolls or it's an arcade cabinet. Oh, <laughs> one man. more. All one right, more, Robbie. Right. Finally, what about a his and hers Cuphead and Mugman set? Like cups, actual cups. From okay, the- boring, cheap, not getting anybody laid. That was a bad, that was weak. That was weak to That's end weak. the segment. Oh, I'm sorry, GameSpot. Apparently, your list did not please. Oh, it's from oh, GameSpot? It is. Not yeah, surprised. Not surprised at all. Well, listen, we want to hear from you. What off of this list would you end up buying for your significant other? And you can't say nothing. Connect with us on social media. That's Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. And when you do, Make sure you use the hashtag XP on air. But ahead next, we're going to check in with Robbie over at the Checkpoint News Desk. Should we be expecting a new Nintendo Switch sometime in 2020? Gaming news is next here on Checkpoint XP. Checkpoint XP, esports and gaming radio. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Ready. That. Go! Welcome into Checkpoint XP Esports and Gaming Radio. A complete look at all things esports and gaming. A production of Beasley Esports XP. Hey, welcome back to another hour of Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. My name's Nate Bender. So glad to have you along. Coming up this hour on Checkpoint XP, 
Monday Night League Soldiers on. We're going to share our thoughts. In fact, uh, producer Joe is going to be joining us for that conversation. Plus, we're going to talk about the latest Final Fantasy VII remake trailer and all of the brouhaha that that's stirring up. And we ask you what your worst or best trash game that you can't help but love is. Those conversations coming up here on Checkpoint XP. But first... Gaming news update. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program to bring you important news. Fire Emblem Heroes, a free-to-play mobile game with an emphasis on paying to play more, has been very successful thus far. Part of the gotcha genre, it relies on players paying money for random characters to get more powerful heroes to help them win more often. Ugh. Fire Emblem Heroes is adding a $10 a month subscription plan that will give those who pay it extra, more powerful heroes, as well as other benefits. When does, honestly, when does the bubble burst on this whole thing? When do people figure out? I don't think it does. They're so cheap to make. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't have a bubble as long as people keep buying and 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 keep buying. It preys on that, mm -hmm. you know, that same stuff that, that goes into gambling. Like, you just want more. And what's truly evil about this, I said it evil because I played these games. If I still played, I would justify it by being like, oh, this is a way for me to save money because now I'll get more powerful characters I wouldn't get otherwise. But when your favorite character comes out, you're still buying more. Uh, yeah. It's I, terrible. I, yeah, these are the worst. Adobe announced several years ago that it would be dropping support for Flash at the end of 2020. That means in less than a year, all major browsers will no longer support the Flash plugin. Enter the Flashpoint project, which has spent the last few years cataloging over 36,000 Flash games and animations. Flashpoint is looking to preserve this small piece of gaming history and is free to download and use. And of that 36,000, I'm almost sure 30,000 of it is stuff you probably shouldn't play on the work computer. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I can think of a lot of those, uh, you know, late. 90s, early 2000s, new ground flash animations that pretty bad. should probably not be viewable by but anyone. Stuff like Homestar Run, it should absolutely be, be of you course, know, of course. Yeah, it yeah. falls into that bracket of the 6,000 good <laughs> flash games. There are some diamonds in the rough, to be sure. You guys know those memes where it'll show you a picture of a famous movie or game and remind you that it's been 10 or 15 years since it was released? Yep. It really makes you feel old. Well, get ready because I have one of those. Oh, no. The Sims, as of February 4th, is 20 years old. Goodness. And for comparison, the original Sim City, which was released in 1989, oh, on February 2nd, is 31 oh, years God. old. Oh, no. Yo, the, here's the thing, man. I, much love to The Sims because The Sims was one of the first real and true "Quote unquote casual games that anybody you know, could like, play. It was like not Mario. A yeah, it was like Mario, and then like a big old gap, yeah. and then The Sims. You, look, you'd bring it up in high school, and you'd get those people that didn't like gamers be like, "I don't game, but I play The Sims." Be like, "I got news for you, then you a gamer." I, I got I gotta ask you guys, what was the first Sim game that you ever played? The first one, the Sim City, the first Sim City. Yeah, like okay. straight up all yeah. Sims. It was also for me, also Sim, Sim City. City. Okay. Yeah. I played a lot of SimCity, man. I played Sim Ant before I played uh, yeah. any other <laughs> wow. Sim game. And let me tell you, Sim Ant oh, is one of the it. classics. Oh my no, God. it's a great game. I'm, I'm with you, Nate. Bless Maxis for creating a game that weird that I spent way too long mm-hmm. playing. Way too many hours. 
Since the release of the Switch Lite last year, the industry has been abuzz with rumors that Nintendo may be launching a Switch Pro version this year to contend with the new releases of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Nintendo has come out and put those rumors to rest with a definite no. Tucked into page 10 of the most recent Nintendo fiscal report was a line that reads, nah. Please note that we have no plans to launch a Nintendo Switch model during 2020. Nah, that, that page was just a big page and big block letters. Nah. Nah. Uh, I'm but, kind of upset. I was looking forward to no. like the heavier duty no. Switch Pro. why? Because he, here's the point, okay? The fact that they tried to get stuff like Overwatch to work on the Switch... Go, go away. Because nobody, no, it works. Quote unquote. It's like, oh, we need it to be stronger. No, the Switch does what it's supposed to do. Yeah, no, I am totally in favor for this. I, I don't think that Nintendo needs to try to come and nip at the heels of Sony or Xbox or try to even wa- ride any part of their wave. What has always set Nintendo apart it's is by to, being set apart. Is to just go, okay, you guys do what you need to do. We don't really do that. I am 100% with you on that. I don't think. The need to compete either, but I want a longer battery life, and that's what a Switch Pro would give Man, me. Man, plug it up. A few weeks ago, we reported on speedrunning record that was shattered during Awesome Games Done Quick. Lou Zoots had found a way to warp directly into the credits for The Legend of Zelda The Ocarina of Time, beating the previous record of 17 minutes. <laughs> Thought unbeatable <laughs> by carving it down to close to 10 minutes. Lou Zoots has now done the impossible again and actually cleared the 10-second mark, setting the new record at 9 minutes, 56.9 seconds. Wait, so the 10-minute minute mark, mark, not the 10-second mark. Nope, uh, nope sorry. Slip of the tongue. This is impressive. Have I, you actually watched videos of them doing the any percentage run? It doesn't no. even make sense. It just looks like they're like just doing it's random flips it's just a mess. attacks and stuff. So it's, it's interesting. It's a process called RAM, Random Access Memory. It's nerd speak for essentially confusing the game for where he's at and then he just goes in one door and winds up in the credits magically somehow this is so ridiculous it's wild to watch it's so ridiculous i don't even understand how this is an entertaining speed run to watch like it's impressive just to see on paper he was able to shave it down by a few seconds but outside of that the actual act of watching this is not fun the Oscars ceremony is set to hit a major milestone this year as Amir Noon takes the stage to conduct the performance of this year's nominated soundtracks. Noon is an Irish video game composer who has worked on several World of Warcraft soundtracks and is known as the Irish Queen of Game Music. She will be the first female composer to conduct the Oscars ceremony. This is this awesome. Is so cool. This is so cool. And I don't, I mean, like, I have to wonder if the Oscars kind of understood who they were booking when they booked her or if there was some kind of other project that she was involved in that landed her on the Oscars radar. Regardless, I think that this is really, really cool and I'm super excited to check it out. Nah, I think so. I think, you know, you guys know how attached you are to video game music throughout your life. I don't think it's that crazy when knowing how many people played World of Warcraft and other Warcraft games, you know, there's got to be somebody in the Academy who played a lot of WoW and was like, yo, I would love to get the lady from WoW (laughs) to come and conduct the orchestra. Maybe. That's all for the Checkpoint XP gaming update. For more, head on over to our website, CheckpointXP.com. Thanks, Robbie, for the update. Blizzard continues to have a hard go of it as they released their most recent game, Warcraft 3 Reforged. A ground-up remake of their classic that is now, according to Metacritic, the worst game ever. Yeah, last I checked, it was sitting at a rating of .5. How? Not out of 5. How? Not out of 10. Out of 100? 0.5 out of 100. 
hundred. Wow. Worst game ever. So explain to me what makes this the worst game ever. All right, so first of all, I do think that obviously Blizzard, like you said, has had a rough go of it. There's probably a lot of just like this exponential buildup effect, right? But essentially what's happened is the whole remake of it, you know, the updated graphics, unless you zoom way in, it's like a minor graphical update. Because you want to play zoomed out people to see as much as you can that's how the game you play, and what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's how you play real-time strategy games. So there's games. not a whole lot of change as far as that goes. Yikes. On top of that, there's now a bunch of different graphical glitches, bugs, stuff like that that's been worked into it. And this game has replaced Classic Warcraft 3. So even if you have Warcraft 3 and you didn't upgrade, this is now the de facto you must have this to play. So it's ruined a lot of just other people who just want to enjoy even the original game on top of now missing a bunch of features as well. Blizzard Blizzard just can't get it right over the past, you know, few months. And it's becoming really frustrating because when they showed off this uh this reforge, this remastering and they showed some of the cutscenes it was easy to get really excited about this. It was like, oh my god, look how cool Arthas looks. Look yeah, how see, cool Jane. Oh man, I can't wait to go download this because I've always... How many games have you always wanted to go back and play? This is one of them. But you never did because it just looks like it butt. Is butt cheeks yeah. to look at it on an HD monitor. Totally. There are so many games. Basically everything that was made in the PlayStation 1 era yes. looks like that. But And, and definitely uh, Warcraft 3 falls into that category and this is not a game that had a whole lot of negative will behind it this not is not all. a game People love this game when when blizzard talked about this out at uh out, out I think at, it was blizzcon 2018 i think you're yeah. right yeah when they first announced it and kept talking about everyone was really excited for this this is one of it's, the only things they were excited about yes. in the fallout of diablo immortal exactly yeah. this was one of the only things that got positive press that year and i don't understand how they fumbled the ball that bad this makes me feel nervous. If you remember uh, a few weeks ago, we did our 2020 games draft where we're going based off of Metacritic scores as uh-huh. well. And it seems like there's some games even if this is the worst game of all time, I'm still afraid for some of these games that are going to be coming out in the well, next I year, mean, two when, years or so. It's one thing to see games that have gotten review bombed. And I remember that because I told Nate, oh, yeah, Nate, you'll be safe. That game's already good. And not to say that it can't rebound and, and people won't begin to love it after you know the thing gets patched. But I can understand why people review bomb this game. Usually I'll say that's stupid. Nobody should do it. I get this because this is not good. Yeah. Now, Blizzard has uh, commented since this whole debacle and said that they are still committed to Warcraft 3 Reforged, their esports scene that they plan on supporting and fixing all these bugs for years and years and years to come. All right. Well, we'll see if they uh, actually follow through on that one. But listen, we want to hear from you. Did you get Warcraft 3 Reforged? And are you pissed? Connect with us on social media. That's Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. Still ahead on Checkpoint XP, we're going to talk about our favorite trash games. Trash game is uh, basically a game that you know that's bad, but you still love it anyway. Plus, we're going to check in with our social media followers and find out what game has caused you to rage so hard that you quit and never picked it back up. Those conversations still ahead here on Checkpoint XP. But ahead next, we're going to talk about Monday night. League. Stick around. That's at next on Checkpoint XP. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. 
Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. This is Checkpoint XP. Esports and gaming radio. CheckpointXP.com. Monday Night League continues on, and we're going to talk about it here in just a moment on Checkpoint XP. I want to welcome everyone back. Listening on 98.5, the Sports Hub of Boston, as well as the Team 980 in Washington, D.C. Attention all racing fans! You like how I did that? I did it kind of like a, you know... Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Was the WGN Forza Motorsports 7 Championship is being held on February 23rd at the Canadian International Audio Show in Toronto. If you haven't qualified yet, there's still time. Live qualifiers will be held in Toronto with the eight fastest racers getting a shot at the $20,000 prize pool. It all happens at the Canadian International Auto Show running February 14th through the 23rd at the Metro Toronto Convention Center. Get your tickets today at autoshow.ca and for more info on the WGN Forza Motorsports 7 Championship, head on over to worldgaming.com. Monday Night League soldiers on into the season. We've now gotten two editions of Monday Night League. Pretty impressed with what I saw in terms of at least one of the two games that was featured this week. Uh, but I've got to say that, uh, listen, I think that they've really hit on something here. I think that they've got something. And looking at the uh, viewer statistics, I think that viewers agree. Yeah, I mean, you know, over and upwards of 100K from what I saw between YouTube and Twitch, which is absolutely amazing for a monday night that, see that's and that's the key phrase right there is for a monday night mm-hmm. uh obviously it doesn't compare to what sundays are doing right now they're falling a couple hundred thousand shy on youtube and about fifty thousand shy on twitch of what we're seeing on sundays but again monday is a dead zone for esports no one is used to tuning in to watch esports on mondays yeah absolutely and i think that this is that that sort of habitual uh viewing sort of practice that league and riot are building here is really really smart and is going to serve them really really well as they move forward uh we saw a couple of matchups this week of course uh fly quest really coming out and showing their dominance against dignitas and then i, I don't know what happened at that tsm match because i fell asleep i know what happened <laughs> They played CLG. Yeah, CLG is a special brand of bad right now. Isn't that Joe's old team? It is Joe's old team. Emphasis on old team. And I listen. I get that there's a rivalry there, but I don't think that this is a marquee matchup. I don't know why this was on Monday Night League. To be honest with you, in conventional wisdom, would have said it was a marquee matchup because TSM finished pretty okay in the last split, and CLG went to uh, the split semifinals in the LCS. Uh, last season as well. So these were two teams that finished all right. They were, yeah. you know, and they are legacy brands. It's just that CLG got significantly worse. You had other teams that got significantly better. So I think CLG kind of got the worst of both worlds. There. And we've got uh, our uh, League of Legends uh, specialist, our, our uh, wonderful producer, Joe Sloan, joining us for this conversation. But I want to ask you about one team in particular. Cloud9. 
They had such a weird offseason. People were predicting great things and terrible things for Cloud9, but they look absolutely dominant so far. Yeah, I mean, dominant's the word for it. Uh, I don't think anyone predicted in the offseason that Zven was going to show up and be god tier. I don't believe he's died in a single game yet nope. this season, which is unbelievable. That is really, truly an amazing feat. Yeah, not just to have not lost a game, but to but have to not, not ha- die. Yeah, exactly. You're having as close to a perfect split as you could possibly be having at this point. Uh, you would think that a team that lost its AD carry, lost its support, and lost its season MVP last year, Sven's Garen in the jungle... You would think they would struggle a bit this year, and they just haven't. They've been amazing. Some impressive rebuilding from uh, Cloud9, but I I actually want to spend a little bit of time talking about who was thought to be the foregone winner Mm -hmm. in this whole season uh, before the season even started. They were so dominant last season. Of course, I'm talking about Team Liquid, and they've been having some visa issues that might be contributing to why this team isn't performing at the level that everyone thought they would. Well, I don't think there's any might about it. I wrote a piece for our website over at CheckpointXP.com this week. Uh, Make sure you check that out. And it's talking about how these visa issues are really kind of an embarrassment, not 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 even for League of Legends in my opinion, but for North America. This is a team that is now missing its star jungler, and mm-hmm. they're missing their head coach. We are two weeks into the season. We still don't know when that's going to get worked out, and that's getting to be an embarrassment. No other major sport in the world deals with that with their star players. You see this in baseball with rookies coming out of Cuba. You don't exactly. see that with the stars. Exactly. You see it in soccer sometimes, but you're absolutely right. Cristiano Ronaldo is not about to have a visa issue going right. from Spain to Italy. It simply is not going to happen. Maybe an and, imprisonment issue. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Definitely. Well, maybe, got, yeah. You got to wonder if maybe esports isn't the canary in the coal mine for other traditional sports moving forward as, you know, immigration issues become a little bit more complex. Uh, I, I think we're going to actually talk a little bit more about this specific issue next week here on the show. So make sure you're here next week when we talk about it. But it's time now for Nailed It and Failed It. You know who this is. From the high highs to the low lows. Turn it up. On Checkpoint XP Radio. This week we go to the world of Azeroth in World of Warcraft. The race to see which of the top guilds can clear the newest raid is underway between Complexity Limit and Method. After 100 attempts, Complexity Limit got to a phase where the boss just seemed to stop. They burned it from 80% to 25% health and then it just vanished. Fired up. Try to refresh yeah. your feed. I can't see your thing. I can't. Okay, it's fine. Burn boss, boy. Oh, that? What? Oh, oh, they despawned. Oh, they despawned. We're, we're on the harvest. They didn't like what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep going. Maybe. Yeah, yeah kill these. Maybe he just comes back. Exterminate them. Exterminate kill them. They them. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. They also enraged. They, 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 perma- they enraged the fight, too. No, that's not how you do the boss. Yeah, Blizzard just... Flip the switch. Blizzard, the developer, pays close attention to the world first race and Complexity Limited found a way that let them skip a phase in the fight. So Blizzard despawned the boss and they had to start all over. Do you know someone who nailed it? What about failed it? Make your submission over at our website, CheckpointXP.com. This is Checkpoint XP. Check out the latest esports and gaming news and opinions at CheckpointXP.com. 
All right, changing gears now uh, to a brand new trailer that just hit last week that made the internet lose its mind. The Final Fantasy VII Remake is probably one of the most anticipated games that's coming out in 2020. And this trailer showed off way more than we've seen of this game so far. Yeah, this is as close to like an official launch trailer as we've had so far. You know, it's uh, completely overscored by I think what they're considering the theme of the song or, or, or the the theme song of the game, Hollow. We see a slew of new characters. Not even just like little teases or anything. We see them in all their glory. Us. Straight up new characters, uh, which is shocking. A new character. There's one of them. No, we saw two whole Did new we? characters. We we had a gentleman who was fighting the main group uh, right. on a motorcycle. And then we also have a character in one of the strangest parts of the game in the Honey Bee Inn. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's a enough. completely right. new character, <laughs> sir. That I am not entirely sure could have worked in 1997. That's fair, but I think there's a big difference between those two as well. One of them is just a new character in what capacity? We have no idea. Yeah, just no idea. Sort of like Evangelion Rebuild style. Here's some new characters for you to be confused by. Right, whereas the Honeybee Inn is a part of the game that definitely needed to be updated in some way. Yeah, and I think, you know, there's been a lot of updates around here, especially the tone. Welcome to the Honeybee Inn, Cloud. True beauty is an expression of the heart. A thing without shame, to which notions of gender don't apply. Perfection. Not a word. Now, for those that may not be familiar with the scene that we're talking about, in the original Final Fantasy VII, Cloud dressed as a woman in order to infiltrate, infiltrate the part a of the brothel, game. Basically. Yes, a, basically what is implied to be a brothel. And it seems like the tone and the interpretation of this scene is no longer just being played for laughs. I don't know if I agree with that necessarily. When I look at it, Like it does ring a lot of your 90s moments in cartoons where... You know, the main character ends up in a dress or something like that and gets laughed at. Not not even your Bugs Bunnies, but like I feel more like 90s cartoons where they end up on stage in a dress or something and everyone's laughing at them. It's like the height of male embarrassment. Sure. There's still a lot of that here. At the same time, I'm not sure how you update this scene for the modern day. And make it tasteful. And make it tasteful, exactly. Like Unless you want to go whole hog and have like Cloud have an alternative gender identity. I I don't know. I don't think you would do that to Cloud. I think he's a pretty cast character at this point. I don't know that this scene is necessary for the game. I know everyone would have lost their mind if they'd have taken it out Mm -hmm. and it would have been argued the other way. Yes. I'm not sure that this scene is necessary in 2020. I, I have a question. Would you have preferred it to be played more ridiculous, like more campy, or would you? Because I'm not sure it could get more campy than what it is, right? But or would you have rather them uh, if they kept it in to play it just more like we're secret agenty and we are, you know, we're operatives and this is something that we're doing to, you know, be awesome. I'll tell you this: no one wishes more than me that you could pass for feminine with three seconds of makeup work in a chair. Believe <laughs> me when I tell you. That I wish that was the case. I think it teaches you some things about the people who live in Midgard. I think it teaches. Yeah. I think it teaches you some things about the the social organization mm-hmm. of Midgard, which is. I, I think that yes, that can be world building and important. Is it absolutely critical to the story? 
I don't know. Uh, but what's clear is that we don't have all the information. We don't have the yeah. full context of this scene. And we don't know exactly how Square Enix is going to be playing it for modern audiences. Only that it's going to be different. But listen, we want to hear from you on this. How did you feel ab- about the new Final Fantasy VII remake trailer? Connect with us on social media. That's Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter. And Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. And when you do, make sure you use the hashtag XP on air. Still ahead on Checkpoint point xp we're going to check in with our social media followers and find out what game has caused you to rage so hard that you put the game down and never picked it back up but ahead next you know we all have a trash game that we play a game that is objectively bad but you know what we play it and love it anyway we're going to talk about our favorites ahead next on checkpoint xp backstagecountry.com your online home for all things country music Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. This is Checkpoint XP. Esports and Gaming Radio. CheckpointXP.com. Trash games. Dumpster <laughs> fires. Just objectively bad games, but you still play them and love them anyway. What's yours? Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. I want to thank everyone listening on CBS Sports Radio 1300 in Baltimore, as well as WCBT 1230 in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. For all the latest in college esports, make sure you check out Checkpoint XP on campus. Our own Norris Howard hosts alongside Jacob Brothers and Daniel Agbuya from the University of Las Vegas. They bring you all the biggest stories in collegiate esports from the perspective of the students who live and breathe it. You need to check this show out. It's gotten a whole new facelift thanks to Weird Beard. Uh, (laughs) Norris, what's on the show this week? Uh, We're going to be talking about the state of Kentucky banning Fortnite. uh, for all high school varsity competitions as well as some of CSL's Rocket League. All right, well, check it out over at our website, CheckpointXP.com, and look for Checkpoint XP on campus wherever you get your podcasts. So... Your favorite trash game. I think everyone plays trash games. Oh, yeah. For anyone who is not familiar with the idea of a trash game, this is a game that everyone seems to hate or think is awful, or you maybe you even acknowledge how truly bad it is. Candy Crush, man. The original trash game. Sure, but you still play it anyway. And I wouldn't be making fun of anyone who plays mobile games, Robbie, because I know how many mobile games you've actually played. You know, I'm going to go ahead and start here because I need a little bit of help because while I have played tons of trash games in the past oh yeah you have Final Fantasy Record Keeper yes there's no trash game that I think I go back to like a bad relationship when I finally get out of it I never look back that, listen I'm going to tell you right now then that means you are a better person than most <laughs> because 
I got plenty of trash games I return to that I love dearly. There's obviously one that I play that everybody knows that I play, which is Dynasty Warriors. Oh. Which is objectively awful. Bad. But it, it's just bad. I, I, it, but it's got charm. Yeah, it, there's like 24 iterations of it. it. You know, they don't seem to get any better. They just seem to add more enemies. Yeah, and that's pretty much how it goes. However, I specifically thought of another game that I loved that was super bad. And it was a game back on PlayStation 2 called Kengo Master of Bushido. What? And it was supposed what? to be... What is, wait, what, listen, what is this? It was supposed to be a Bushido Blade spiritual successor. Now, everybody knows how good Bushido Blade for the PS1 was. This was supposed to be a reimagining of Bushido Blade. It wasn't that at all. Were the same it people was, involved no, with making it? No. <laughs> they just used somebody else's game as, as, a, as a launching pad. And it was so bad. It was terrible, but I played way too much of it. That's fair. That's fair. I seem to be stuck in a rut of pure trash games right now because it's the only thing I want to play. And I've been playing WWE 2K19 for the better part of like a year and a half. To be fair, one man's trash is another man's treasure. You know, at least it's not 2K20. Which makes it look a lot better Uh, in comparison. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, there are some some benefits to uh, playing a game like, you know, WWE 2K19. What benefits are those? Yeah. yeah, Modding it out, making, uh, dude, I made AEW in a WWE game and I couldn't be prouder. Sticking it to the man. That's right. And the man is Vince McMahon. I will tell you, I, I feel underprepared walking into this conversation. Everything I li- you play is trash. I li- yeah, no, yeah. That I sounds like, right. I like David Cage games. Oh, my God. No. What? Hang on. What part of Indigo the Prophecy did you? you like? Um, I think I just, I, it's like enjoying really bad B-horror movies. No, but like, basically what you just said is you like watching movies. Hang on. Yeah. I just want to remind everyone how Indigo Prophecy ends. You end up having a Dragon Ball Z fight with a sentient version of the internet. Oh, and by the way, you are a corpse and a lady sleeps with you post-mortem. Yeah, that happens Ooh. too. So it's just I don't know. They're Indigo bad. No, Indigo Prophecy is just a bad game and you should feel bad for liking it. Rich, Detroit, I'm reporting you to HR. Uh, <laughs> Detroit Becoming Human wasn't that bad. Whoa! It was terrible. <laughs> Those are fighting words. It was terrible. That was okay. not a good game. Listen, I, I I I understand a little bit how you feel. I am the biggest Fallout 76 fan ever. I'm like level 335. I just got got my mule to level 95. You literally play it at the desk. I do play it at the desk. It's the only game that I have on my laptop. I play that game way more than it deserves. Uh, it's it, it's one of those things that like a truly good trash game, like a truly pure trash game, will keep you coming back. If not, I, I mean, Weird Beard, you made a good point. A little bit like a B-horror movie it, will keep you coming Bad. Yeah, yeah, you know it's bad. You know it's bad for you. It's like fast food. I'm not going to enjoy how I feel after playing this. <laughs> All right, you're listening to Checkpoint XP Esports and Gaming Radio. Uh, we're going to kind of shift gears here. Uh, Weird Beard, I understand you've got a game for us to play. I do. It's called Catchphrase. All right. So we've already determined the teams. It seems like uh, Robbie. 
Oh, yeah. Dang. All right, Norris, you're stuck with me. <laughs> Great. What we're going to be doing is getting you guys to try to get your partner to guess the list of words that I have. Choose either one, Nate. All right. There you go. I've got this one. So it looks like I'm going to be the list reader and you're going to be the guesser. Ooh. Robbie. Ooh, okay. All right. All right, we can do this. So, all right. Yeah. 45 so, seconds. For, uh, that's all we have? That's all you have. 45 seconds. All right. Ready? Oh, my God. All right. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Set. Go. Okay. Uh, what Mario does. Jumps? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, the enemies that won't look at you. Booze. Oh. Try again. What are booze? Ghosts. Yes, there you go. Uh, what, uh, he tries to cross the road. Frogger? Yes. Well, no. What is Frogger? Oh, a frog. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) What is Frogger? Uh, uh. Uh, I don't even know. Uh, I'm going to skip this one. Oh. <laughs> uh, darkest blank. Night? No. Dungeon. Yes! Uh, you have to sit through these to get to the next section of gameplay. Cutscene. Yes! Uh, the worst part of every MMO. Uh, <laughs> The grind? Crafting. Oh, I was about to say uh, fetch quests. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, though. That wasn't bad. Fine. That's not bad. That's not, not bad. Curiosity, what was the one you skipped? Uh, it was feed. I didn't... What Feed? Like a like you're feeding. Yeah, that was fine. That was a smart yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, right. All right. Okay. All right. All right. No, it's right. weird, but you guys ready? Yeah. I think I'm ready. Uh, All right. I guess. Here All we right. go. The you count us down, yep. Robbie. The All timer right. starts in three, two, one, go. A movie about blue space aliens. It was a remake of Pocahontas. Avatar. Yes. Um, uh, oh, when I'm walking a tightrope, I need to balance. Yes. Um, oh, I'm gonna steal a kill from you. You just got kill steal. Uh, uh, ste- uh, pass. Uh, if I shoot you, it's an area that'll register. The, the character model. No, like a thing. Like headshot. I, I'm, <laughs> you're terrible. Pass. Um, it's a line of like uh, uh, dart guns that kids play with. Uh, nerf. Yes. Okay. Um. Oh, I'm going to send you on a quest. Yes. Um. I. Uh, oh God. If I die and you come back, respawn. Yes. Um. Oh, a brand new blank of Apex is dropping. Patch. Uh, no. Uh, Season. Yes. Oh, take it. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. They beat us by one man. No! Yes. Oh. I told you I am still the king of games. All right. Well, listen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us on social media. That's Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. Leave us a list that you want to hear us play on Catchphrase the next time that we play it. Coming up next on Checkpoint XP, we're going to check in with our social media followers and find out what game has caused you to rage quit so hard you never pick the game back up. That's ahead next on Checkpoint XP. Hey, this is Joe with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Overwatch League is back this weekend. The first week of the third season will start February 8th with homestands in New York and Dallas. February 8th will also play host to the second week of the Call of Duty League. Eight teams will be descending on London for a single elimination bracket. The spring split of the League of Legends LCS is underway once again. This week's Monday night matches will feature Team Liquid versus Golden Guardians and Immortals versus Counterlogic Gaming. February will play host to DreamHack Anaheim, which will bring us back to the world of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. That tournament will be running from February 21st through the 23rd. That same weekend will play host to Frostbite 2020, welcoming Smash players from all over the country to Detroit, Michigan. The last weekend in February marks IEM Katowice. In addition to StarCraft II, the tournament also marks the first ESL major of 2020 for Counter-Strike Global Offensive. And as we look towards March, all eyes are on ESL 1 Los Angeles, marking the first Dota ESL major of the year. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website at CheckpointXP.com.
BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. This is Checkpoint XP. Esports and gaming radio. CheckpointXP.com. What game caused you to rage so hard that you quit and never picked it back up? That's the question we asked our social media followers here at Checkpoint XP. We're going to get to your responses in just a moment. Welcome back. I want to thank everyone listening on Jack Sports Radio 1010XL in Jacksonville and ESPN Radio 99.3 in Fort Myers, Florida. Make sure you visit our website over at CheckpointXP.com. Whether it's our podcast, our thoughts on the latest stories in gaming and esports, or Checkpoint XP merch, it all lives over at CheckpointXP.com. You can also follow us on social media. It's Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram so that you can respond to our weekly social media question. This week, we were asking you what game you've played that made you rage so hard you dropped it and never picked it back up. And I've got a few games that could fall (laughs) under this category. Now, one that I didn't let fall under this category and I'm very proud of was Dark Souls. I'm wearing my Mm -hmm. nice Dark Souls 2 t-shirt here today and I that was one that I very easily could have raged out of and never went back, but I was able to defeat my own rage and go back and defeat Dark Souls. So well, good for you. That, that one I've always been pretty proud of, but I think the one that has made me rage so hard that I quit and never picked it back up was PUBG. Uh, the last time I played it, I rage quit. I've never... I, and, and it's that, not, that was an interesting turn, because no, I, played, no, I played a lot of those matches with you, and yes. normally his rage sustains him and I'm like alright that was the last one we can stop now no. he's like no we gotta keep going one more <laughs> map I'm gonna get a kill if it kills me um, and yeah, no uh, that's what would happen is I would go kill us and I finally just quit and I haven't been back it's been a long time since I've played PUBG. It has, it has. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off of you a little bit because I think the only one... Look, I've quit a lot of games out of just, like, boredom or just, like... this. That's, is, that's, that's not rage quitting. Yeah, whatever. That, that, that doesn't count. There's tons of those. I think there is only one game that I've rage quit, and it happened on stream, and that was Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, uh, a Souls-like uh, game. From, from Software Gotcha, man. Yep, uh, uh, I even had even uh, broke the controller that I was using to play it, so I never could go back <laughs> Play it again. Listen, man. Uh, the only thing that I can think is the uh, the the principal Skinner meme. Pathetic. Yes, I knew that wasn't going to be the game for me. And I think the only reason I did it was because someone uh, a fan had bought it that's for me fair. and just really wanted me. That's to try no. It, that's so. that's that's okay. fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Norris, what about you, man? Norris, don't quit games. Straight up, like I will, I will grind through it. I will beat it. I will do what I need. You to. can't even think of nope. a game that you have played halfway bro, through and just stop, bro. I've beaten NES Turtles. I've beaten every NES Mega Man. Have you beat the NES Top Gun game? 
I don't. First of all, that's involved with Val Kilmer, and you know how I feel about Val Kilmer. <laughs> so Only loosely affiliated with Val Kilmer. I yeah, I don't but, think he was in the game. I don't care. <laughs> he was in the movie. But yeah, I, I really rage quitting is a is a concept that I, I see a lot of. It happens to a lot of people. It doesn't happen to me. If anything, I'll sit it down, leave, go do something, and come. You back. know what? You know what? This scans because I saw this guy on PSN playing For Honor yep. last week. What? Last week. Yep. Yeah. Busted. Yeah. All right, uh, Weird Bear, what about you? What's a game that's made you uh, rage so hard that you quit it? I want, it, I want to agree with Norris only because I'm somebody who plays video games for pleasure and leisure. So if I'm not having fun with something, there's no rage quit. You I can just... have fun and still rage, man. No, wait, I just realized these are the same people who couldn't beat Celeste without the help mode. Yes. I will say, however, the only game that I have really, 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 really rage quit uh, has been one of the first time that I ever played through Yoshi's Island. I could not, I could not do it, and I was so upset with myself. Yoshi's Island. It was when I was much younger. I was a uh, I as was a, a kid. It's a hard game. I was a Genesis guy, so I, right. I wasn't used to a Super Nintendo, and it just it turned me off the entire console for years afterwards. All right, you're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. We're currently going over our social media question this week. We ask you guys, what was the game that made you rage quit so hard that you never picked the game? back up again. Let's take a look at some of the comments that were coming in over social media. Terry over on Facebook said, two weeks ago, my answer was Morrowind. What? I rage quit that game hard after I kept getting my butt kicked by random monsters. But I just finally picked it back up two weeks ago and finished the final boss of the Tribunal last hey. night, and it only took me 15 years. <laughs> See, that, really? Yeah. Any Elder Scrolls game? I know, right? But you know what? Morrowind did have a pretty steep difficulty curve. I will give you that. If you wandered too far, you got into some nasty stuff. So uh, congratulations, though, Terry. Love hearing a story like that. All right. Uh, this is a different Nate, not our Nate, but he says, unlike Mortal Co- or Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 from the MK <laughs> collection for the PS3, Subboss Motaro, he blocks 99% of the time. He goes up to you and throws you and sometimes uses an energy ball, cheap AI, and then Shao Kahn uses his shoulder tackle energy ball, upper shadow knee will in the air, and last but not least, he uses his Warhammer close range, and after that, he taunts you. Worst game I ever so played. So you zone and target combo, my guy. These are not hard games. <laughs> oh, oh, this is going to be a bad one. Rashunda says, Final Fantasy IX, I couldn't save Vivi. Please don't judge me. And I sat there for the longest time being like, you couldn't save Vivi? What part do you have to... Oh, that's mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, like, that's like the no. first, boss, the first fight. boss fight. Yeah. Oh, Rashunda, we're judging you. Yeah, that, there's a lot of judgment that comes along with that one. Cal over on Facebook says, I accidentally saved over my Red Dead 2 file when I was about halfway through, and I couldn't bring myself to go back and go no, through No, you need it to again. rage quit yourself. <laughs> like, that's not the game's fault. No, the, uh, it's not the game's fault, but I do understand the, the, the I mean, emotion a, there. It's you a know? 70 hour game. Here's the thing, though like, make multiple save Why do people not make Duh. multiple save files? Every time I do something big, like, you know, there's a big story Dude, crescendo or something, I start you, a new save file, man. You can man. tell when a big story mission is about to happen because NPCs converge on the one spot. <laughs> oh, something big about to happen. Make a save. Yeah. Frame Loss on Twitter says, Breath of the Wild. I was about 20 hours in. I hit my breaking point. That durability system. Oh, no. Man, I get mad just thinking about it. Here's my review of Breath of the Wild. Swing, swing, break, repeat. I'm still mad. 
I think, listen, I, I the durability system isn't what was wrong. It was just tuned very poorly. You know, that's fair. Items items broke way too fast. That was the problem. It's not that they broke. It's how quickly they broke. I am surprised at how many people that play games are bad at video games. Uh, our friend Jello says the first Valkyrie fight on God of War. I lost 82 times and I haven't played it since. All right, fair. Those are hard fights. But I beat them all. Uh, really? <laughs> all right. Well, I'm judging you, Jello. Crying Cypress says NHL 2020 for being another EA cash grab. You knew what you signed up for. Yeah. If you, <laughs> listen, if you're buying a 2020 EA sports game, just know what you're getting into. Our friend uh, Fred over on uh, Facebook says Sombra. Quit Overwatch for three months, played the other day, and was like, oh, yeah, I remember why I quit. At least in Apex, you can still shoot your guns and not become completely Robbie, useless. get him. Get him. Fred, all right, first of all, Fred, you're being a little, you're exaggerating it here, all right? Your gun does not turn off, and if you happen to be playing someone like Doomfist who relies on his abilities, Overwatch is a game where you switch heroes to counter. You got a Sombra, go Winston. Go McCree, hit her with that flashbang before she gets you. There you go. And then lastly here, uh, uh, oh, no, this is a short one. Oh, my, oh, wow, this is actually my girlfriend's mom. Uh, Deanna. <laughs> Deanna says. I like how he figures that out on the show. Deanna says, Pong, I regret it to this day. Wow. Okay, Somebody must have just beat her so bad, she gave up video games. She's just right. like, this ain't for me. <laughs> this ain't for me. All right, one more. All right, let's see. Enyo says Soul Calibur 4. I'm not great at fighting games in general, but playing Soul Calibur 4 online was the only time I've broken a controller and I haven't touched any fighting game since. All right. Ugh. Well, listen, we're going to have to leave the discussion right there, but make sure you follow us over on social media so that you can make your voice heard on next week and every week's social media question. That's Checkpoint XP on Facebook and Twitter and Checkpoint underscore XP on Instagram. Thanks for joining us for Checkpoint XP. For more info on the show, links to articles and the Checkpoint XP podcast, then head on over to CheckpointXP.com. Make note of when you're catching us on your local radio station like WXSM Tri-Cities, Tennessee, as well as ESPN Phoenix 620. And remember to come back next week for more video game news and discussion. Checkpoint XP is a production of Beasley Esports XP. I want to thank my crew. Lead segment producing by Norris Howard. Producing and booking help from Chad Callahan. Weird game references by Weird Beard. And of course, my co-host, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard. And my name's Nate Bender. Keep listening.